2: Hey Chicago, what do you say it's the CHGO Cubs post game show podcast presented by Points. Bet use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk free bets up to 2000 bucks. It is Labor Day weekend. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera and Cody Delmendo ringing in September with an 8 nothing Cardinals win over the Cubs. August was their first uh, 500 month since May of 21 and September is off to a horrible start. Eight-nothing Cardinals. Boy, I don't know. I don't really know where to start or finish on this. I, I know I already see a lot of uh Sean Newcomb hate in the chat and uh not surprising. I think um we will get to that. Well, I, I think we should probably <laughs> start with who you got. We should probably start with who you got. Get it over with. You know, give the people what they want. And of course, I have won who you got again. In what world did you win who you got? Okay. Tell me
0: how I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> well, Madrigal and Saya both went two for four. He had Madrigal. Correct. I had Saya. And then Madrigal got thrown out at home.
2: Well, uh, every stat was the same uh, two for four, total bases, strikeout. The difference is Saya left four runners on base, Madrigal left two on base. That's half as bad there. And that is who you got point no. maverick. Nope. Cuz the whole story of the game was left on base runners. Like they they had opportunities to win this game. I mean, you go back to the first yeah. inning, they had runners on base. I mean, they, they had opportunities to score runs against the Cardinals. They just didn't they didn't do it, you know. The but thing is, guys,
0: the thing is this is the first time Lucas ever brought up left on base to try to win who you got. How He's much never cared it about it before.
2: I mean, he never cared about it before. We we no. know that uh, Cody's <laughs> yeah. pick didn't do well, and our guy had a walk. I our guy literally had the same game, except for one guy left four on base and the other left two. I don't know how else to decide it. Well, I and mean, then your guy got <laughs> and thrown If we're out trying going by a taller batter, then you win. If we're going your, by your call guy, or batter, then on, you do win.
0: One, one, your guy got thrown out at home trying to take home on, but I'm Arenado, he got thrown out. Actually, and then you know he, what? I, I heard. didn't he have an infield hit, wasn't, wasn't the knock against him when I should have won the other day because he had
2: an infield hit? Um, yeah. I, all I know is I didn't actually okay. see the play at the plate. I just heard uh, Pat Hughes, the future Hall of Famer, talking about it on the radio, and he was like, "A spectacular play by Arenado to get him at the plate. Like it couldn't have been a better throw." Um, so that they weren't poo-pooing the the ability to try and score on the play, they were they were complain they were saying it was a it was a great play to first of all to throw around the hit it's not easy to throw around the guy going from third when you are the third baseman. So I'll um, take a point I mean,
0: nope. Nope nope. I've gotten cheated out of points all week because you guys want to play around <laughs> with different stats to try to make your case. So,
2: so you're saying that four left on base <laughs> Yes, yeah, everyone be- left people is on base. Better, is better than a guy being thrown out on a great play at the plate I, in the first I, Everyone left people on base, man. The only one well, guy got thrown out at some home. Some left twice Not as my many guy. on. Not my guy didn't, my guy didn't get thrown out at
0: home. You know what that goes into? That goes into uh, the thrown out on the basis stat, and uh, whatever it is, baseball reference or fangraphs. So, That's a tally on some mandibles.
2: However, Ryan, if that counted as one point, um, that would still be one less. It would be four to three. If you added that as another left on base, nope,
0: I'm not, nope, nope, not, nope. We're not doing left on base here because everyone left players. All right, left well, guys on base. I, I'm going to leave it. I'm going this. to
2: leave it totally up to Cody, um, Cody we're and Joey this. on who thinks uh, there was. I a will.
1: One. I'll vote it because we're because the new rule of no. Uh, Point together here in the month of September that Ryan just personally created himself, and the only reason I'm letting him, allowing is because he's uh, at the bottom in terms of me and me and Luke. Uh, I am willing, I am willing to uh, let Ryan have a point here.
2: Yeah, there you go. And you see, you see what's happening here. <laughs> I don't see what's happening. I Cody I knows see that it. I'm closer to him, and so he's Cody's like. I said Joey was a factor in this. I didn't say it was all up to Cody. I I, I gave my two cents. This is Cody watching the Illini game, night the <laughs> and then coming into the chat and saying, oh, "Stucky, it's only like three points behind me. This would make it two points." You know what? I think Ryan won because he knows mm-hmm. you can't catch him. No, I can catch him.
0: Trust me. There's a lot of season left in this in this year. A lot of games left. A lot of time. Yeah. Lucas it's, says that's some serious you, politics, yeah, Cody. That's, yeah. that's dirty. That's <laughs> right Brendan, there. Brendan says I deserve the point. Thank you, Brendan.
2: Always my biggest fan. <laughs> What's he know? He's in California. The game's not even over yet there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only 836 oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So point for I mean, Ryan, unless Joey steps in and says. Unless something Joey's else. willing to step in, but I think Joey may be checking out his bets right now. I don't know, if uh, guys. Know I'm not is. gonna lie. I, I didn't have my eyes glued to the TV tonight. That's I'm not. I'm not the talent. It's not my job. It's more than are. fair. But right Joey did, you know, hear our two arguments. You should hear what Sean's I've been, been
1: doing tonight, Joey.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm making Cody and Sean's graphics for uh, CFB pick'em tomorrow. So, you oh, know. tuning in and out, but. Eight zero. I don't really care who takes the win. If, you know what? I'm not. I pretend I didn't say that. I'm going to go back and watch the tape. It's a really serious matter, so that's right. To make sure like, yeah. you know, watch the whole go over game. the box scores mm-hmm. and and focus on who left, who on, how many on base, and get back to us, Joey. Thank mm-hmm. you. Good night. Well, see on the box score, Joey can't see that who got
0: thrown out at home because he it's not a it. factor. Oh, it's a it's a pretty big factor. That's why it's not in the box score?
2: Not oh, important. Factor. Um, oh, it's pretty important. Adrian Thank Thompson. You. Thank you.
0: Thank you to everyone that supported me. Finally break the um, the streak of getting cheated out of a point
2: on who you got. It's, <laughs> Joey, over. Joey it's is over. making a Nico graphic. Um, Adrian, Tom- Adrian Sampson, did he really throw 40 pitches in the first inning?
0: Yeah, it was a rough first for Sampson. Holy um he, he He got the first – he got Newt Bar out and then walked back to back. Out of ground out, I was like – maybe he could get out of it. And then Tyler O'Neill just kind of ripped one out to left field um, that knocked into, I mean, it was a lot of like full counts or two, one counts, three, one, whatever it was. Um, yeah. It, t- it took him it took him quite a while to get out of there, but I will say he settled in a little bit after the beginning of the second um, kept him scoreless. Uh, was it first and was it to Nothing finish? for a while. Yeah. What was, yeah. What was in the second inning? He, he, it was two guys on, Oh, it was second and third. Second, second and third, third I think
2: is right. I don't think they loaded him,
0: but maybe they did. No, it's first and third. First and third to start the second um got the out, got a double play after. I mean I guess the, the the biggest the best takeaway is that he settled in, was able to get them uh was able to get them innings, eat up some innings cuz for a second there, like you mentioned, Luke a lot of pitches in the first inning and it, it looked like it was going to be a long a long night for the bullpen, uh, but he Ended up making it through five, I guess. Five innings, two runs. I mean, just it, it wasn't like a, a great start by him, I don't think. No. But it was enough to kind of keep he's them been, in it for as long as he was in there, which is kind of what he's done all year.
1: He's been, he's, he's come back to the mean the last couple of starts. Cause yeah. for a while he was pitching like, like the war, like he was on fire. Like, the world was on fire if, if, if he was going to keep doing that. And it's, like, nothing against him. It's, like, we know what he is, though. Like, he is a nice depth piece that can spot-start for you if you have an injury or, you know, just, like, he is, he is essentially the same version of Mark Leiter Jr., except probably better. Um, he's the same version of, like, a Michael Rucker. He's the same version of, uh, you know, I, I'm running out of names because we have – they just keep him
2: as a starter whereas those guys have tried to find roles true Look, like in Lider the lighter was I a starter beginning 10.
1: of the year i you know yeah. like, who knows what if it would have gone different if they used samson at the beginning of the year instead i don't know it doesn't matter i'm just saying that like i i haven't really budged on my take on samson all season i think that he is just a really nice player that you're not going to have to pay and he can once in a while Give you a really good, a really good outing, and maybe, maybe the thing is, is like, it's kind of like what Luke said. Like, so many guys left on base. Maybe his outing's differently, goes different. If, if, if the Cubs are able to answer back quickly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that the offense dictates so much of like how good a starting pitcher can be. Like, Adrian Sampson is never going to be a guy who's going to go out there and shove six, seven innings, or even five innings down your throat and allow no runs. Like, that's that's just not going to happen. But can he give you somewhat of what quality is considered in the year of our Lord 2022? Yeah, well, he's done that a lot this year. He even did that in the second half of last year. Five innings, three earned or three earned or less. Yeah, he's done that a lot this year. That I mean, you can't, you really can't complain about that from a guy like him. You like, if we're gonna talk about a guy like, if, if you want to. Flip it and be like, yeah, well, that's what Marcus Stroman's been doing all season. Then, yeah, you want to criticize? You want to get pissed off? Yeah, we're paying him $20-plus plus million a year, and he's going five innings and giving up three earned a lot of starts. Yeah, I understand the criticism there, but we're talking about a guy that the Cubs are barely paying, and he's a depth piece at best.
2: Well, David Snyder is saying that in the chat. He's like, you know, he only gave up two runs in five innings. That's pretty much a quality start by him again. And I, I guess you could look at it that way. It was, it was a rough start when it's 40 pitches in the first inning. And right. you've allowed some runs to them. Like I I have two questions about him. One, is he going to be important enough that he's a guy you do have to protect Um, while you're trying to figure out some of these other guys? Ryan, maybe that's something you can answer. Two, yeah. my que- question would be Javier Assad, Adrian Sampson. If you had to have one of them, who would you rather have next season? I'll let Ryan go first.
0: Well, I'll I'll talk about the 40 man one. I mean, it's just there's again, we've there's so many guys, right? That are rule five eligible this year that that really have to the Cubs have to take a look. I mean, Samson's been he had DFA'd twice this year, right? Like once by the Cubs and then the Mariners, I want to say was the other team that that I'll I'll look into that one, but I I mean, he's he's 30. He'll be 31 before next – I think he'll be 31 in October. I mean, as far as the, is he someone that needs to be protected, I don't – No. I I think with the, I, the amount yeah. of prospects that need to be protected or that need to at least get a look, especially yeah. pitching prospects, like there's a bunch of guys in the minors that they're looking at and, and, and may need it. I mean, it's, it's – I'm not, I'm not saying Samson can't – like you said, Cody, like he – could be a, you know, a guy that comes in and, and eats some innings in a spot start. I don't think he's just, in the rotation of a, of a competitive world series team, but right. if he can come in Dude. and get a spot start, be a multi-inning guy out of the bullpen, that's one thing, but it's just like, there's so many prospects that if you look at him and you're like, is there, is there another guy in the system that can replace Samson? If he get, does get, you know, if, or if, if you DFA him and another team picks him up, like it probably
2: is. So, Yeah, Um, that's that's what I'm saying. That's kind of what I was hinting at. I'm not saying he hasn't done a a really nice job this season. I think he's been a good piece for the Cubs this season. Mm -hmm. And in a perfect world, you would store him down in Iowa. And you would you would have him anytime somebody gets hurt, or you needed to call somebody up for a little bit. But in a when you have a roster crunch, like they do with a lot of younger players, he could be the odd man out just because of that situation. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I I'm, but I'm also not even like afraid if other teams go after him. Right, it wouldn't surprise me if he somehow ended back up on the Cubs. Right, like, yeah. I, and I that is not to even like slander the guy one bit. No, not one bit to slander the guy. If I had to choose between him or Javier Assad, yeah, I would choose Javier Assad. He's younger. He's got more electric stuff, and uh, yeah, Samson's a little bit more proven, but considering where the cubs are at you would rather want the younger guy that's just what it is uh so this is what it is I, I i just think that we all like we we're talking about Adrian Sampson right now and like his future and all this and it's like we haven't even seen hayden wasneski and we haven't even you know we haven't seen killian come back up and and to see what he could do like there's really no spot for Adrian Sampson in the rotation. And so at the at best, he is a long relief option. And, but with the way that they're starting to show how they want to, uh, bring their young pitchers up, like they did with Steele and Thompson, like they're like, theoretically maybe Wesneski and, and Killian are going to be started in the bullpen next year or whenever. Like mm-hmm. I, when the more you think about it, it's like, where is a spot for this guy? And like, again, the rest of this year, yeah, he's going to be here and he's going to eat innings for the Cubs. And like, if he, you know, makes it on the team next year, somehow, some way fine. I, and can he give you a spot start? Yes, absolutely. Can he eat you some innings out of the bullpen? Absolutely. But we're also you, the Cubs have to give these guys who have a much higher upside than him and Age has to do with it, but also, like, the stuff as well. I mean, it's not like this guy's pumping 97-plus up there. He's 93, 92, 93. That's that's fine. Like, he's – again, he's been very solid, and it's not to slander him at all. I think he's a very, very solid depth piece, Uh, and I think a really good team. If they're scouting all teams across the league, if, like, they see that he finds a way out on the waiver wire or whatever you want to call it, like – I wouldn't be surprised if a team went after him, but yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised if he ended up
2: back on the Cubs too. So. Yeah, I mean he he's auditioning for every team in Major League Baseball right now. He, he's not mm-hmm. just throwing to impress the Cubs; he's trying to throw. You know, somebody in the chat just said, you know, he might end up with a, a small market team and get another two, three solid years in in the majors, and that'd be great for him. Again, I would love to see him be a piece in Iowa. Ready for the Cubs to have. I just don't know if it's it's ultimately business-wise yeah. gonna work out that way for him. But you can't expect too much more than what you got out of him this season. He's been he's been their Alec Mills of this season, right? Like he, yes. he hasn't thrown a no-hitter, but he's he's similar. Like you don't feel terrible when he goes out there yeah. and you don't feel like you're absolutely going to win the game because he's out there. He's
1: like, like you, you you nailed it perfectly there. Yeah. Like he he
2: literally is, has been like the, the Alec Mills. uh, Right. I mean, he's this year. He's vanilla ice cream without the sprinkles and the hot fudge sauce. It's, is it good? Yes. Could you still have something better that you might have to go for? Yes. So that's, yeah. And and again, I'm not trying to put him down at all. I, I think he's, he's a nice piece for some team maybe it's the Cubs moving forward but I think business decisions will mm-hmm. decide that more than anything he will do the rest of the way this season
0: yeah like he's he's come up and done what he's needed to do like but yep. what's been asked of him I mean he hasn't gone above and beyond it I think you know if he's getting you five innings every night like that's that's a that's a good thing you know as he's eating some innings again he's a guy that mm. they kind of brought up out of necessity with injuries to the rotation um it has filled in and, and and for the most part you know hasn't gotten really blown up on more than a couple times um also hasn't like shoved like cody said he hasn't gone like seven scoreless innings at least that i remember um at least and definitely not consistently like he's not he's right in the middle of that and if he's giving you five innings giving up you know allowing two runs to the cardinals keeping you in games for the most part like that's that's all that's kind of been asked of him and that's what he's done for the most part
2: right but
0: like you said, it's, it's comes down to business decisions. It comes down to what the front office looks at in some of these minor league prospects. And once they figure out whether they need to be protected or not. Um, And Samson may just end up being a victim of, of another, another roster crunch, right? Another 40 man crunch that, that he's just the guy that ends up being the odd man. I could be, um, that that could be the future. And that's kind of the reality of the situation as as admirable, I guess, as it's been to see him come up in a in a weird spot and just kind of, you know, consistently eat innings, um, take some relief off this rotation as it went through this this season long, you know, injury bug. It's been getting by the season long injury bug. It's it, yeah, it just might be he's the one that, that becomes the odd man out of, of a rotation or of a of a forty man spot of an active rod, whatever it is. Like it's it just may be his he gets the call that. It's it's you know.
1: It's not his Uh, again. Like the only, the only thing that really like you want me to get upset with anything related to Adrian Sampson is that the Cubs didn't give him a chance before Mark Leiter Jr. That's that's really. I think Adrian Sampson has light, light, been light years better than Mark Leiter Jr. this year, and it would have been interesting to see if he would have could have came up and actually pitched in meaningful games and seen if he if if he had uh, you know did would do what he's been doing for most of the you know season for the Cubs, but it didn't happen, and here we are.
2: So uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bummed out as I was watching tonight. I mean, the game. This again, the score means nothing right now. It, you can get down about it because they're losing to the Cardinals eight nothing. But again, it it means nothing. But I am a little bummed that Wilson Contreras' injury is still going on because if these are, if this is the last month of Wilson Contreras in a Cubs uniform, I want him to go out with a bang. You know, I want him to have like all those great moments that he was having before the trade deadline that we thought was going to be the end of his Cubs career. Um, I, I want to see him go out that way. I don't want to see him going out with an injury or not being a hundred percent down the stretch. Are you getting concerned about whatever is going on with Wilson Contreras that we might not get that send off that he probably deserves? Well, it seems like so the, the ankle thing happened in the
1: field of dreams game, right? Yeah. And then they left him in. And like, I think that's loomed large. That's why we're in this situation. Now, with him, and I know it doesn't matter because the games like wins, lot wins, and losses don't matter. But you know, maybe if you take them out, maybe if you don't play them, like I'm actually surprised that with the way that they managed this situation because they've been so uh uh taking like they've been taking care of like all these different pitchers, whether it's Thompson and Steele, like whether it's back tightness or not for Keegan Thompson, I've just assumed these on the IL because they just wanted to skip a few starts. Maybe, maybe I'm way off on that, but that's just my own theory. Uh, you know, the, the, you know, they've been very, very adamant about not like extending uh Killian and giving him another shot up here. Uh, a, a bunch of other arms in my opinion, but Wilson Contreras, the guy who's been with the organization for 14 years, hurts his ankle in the field of dreams. And I get maybe letting him go back out there for the rest of that game since it was that game. But like then he like it's not like they put him on the IL or anything. Like the way they've handled it, honestly, if this team was good, people would be criticizing the way the Cubs are managing this. And the only reason they're not right now is because they're not good and no one's really paying attention. And maybe it's on Wilson, maybe Wilson is convincing them that. That maybe that he's okay because he just wants to play through every injury because he cares so much and he's just literally built different. But like, you got like, as an organization, they have to step in and and make the right call there. Like that's like that's what they're supposed to do. And I guess in a way, I'm a, I'm a little ticked by it just because like. In the end, like it, it's not it, it. It hurts his value going into free agency for him, and maybe that's why the Cubs are doing. It. And I hope not, because that's a really shitty way to 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 bring someone's value down. But
0: I don't, I don't think that's it. I mean, like you said, I'm, the I'm speculating, that and I'm, yeah, I'm, in. In. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm saying expected. a bunch of
1: theories. I'm not saying anything that I know, obviously. I'm just no, I, I'm talking I, out loud. Yeah, <laughs> uh, listen.
0: No, I think I, I, I do. I think what you said about him, you know, kind of them letting him kind of dictate the playing time and, and when he feels good enough to play is kind of a thing. Um I, I think he missed uh the Cardinals series at Wrigley. He missed, he missed that whole double header. I think he missed the next game. Um, he might've missed the game after that. I don't remember off the top of my head, but that's like when he was feeling it, they kept him out, you know, making sure he's not hurt. But then when he's, feels like he feels good enough to play. I mean, you see it like he's like not staying on the ankle the whole time. Like he is like when he's playing, he's kind of going down to like one knee and doing that kind of thing. I mean, it's just, I think he's kind of partially dictating like when he, when he feels good enough to play and they're listening to him and letting him go out there. Cause like you said, cause he does care enough about this team to want to play through those kind of injuries. Um, but then when he's not feeling good and he, I think the I think the communication is good there. Or when he's not feeling good, Rossi doesn't play him. Like he yeah, he puts PJ or he puts Jan back there. I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's anything like oh let's let's hurt his value to let's keep keeping him keep playing him so he gets hurt and hurt his. Value. I I I don't I don't believe in that at all. Um, I I do think it's just kind of him saying like, hey my ankle hurts but I'm good enough to play let me play like I want to play. That's that's my my gut instinct right there.
2: I'm going to try and fill some time here because Cody was talking about people not paying attention a little bit earlier. And I looked up and saw the Illinois Indiana game, which is going on live as we're doing the podcast (laughs) 20 to 16, 44 seconds left. Indiana second and goal. And I can see Cody down in that box. Yeah. Is, got, must have it off to the side because there's a lot of head shaking. I
1: know. I know. So I'm, I'm literally following it happen. on the ESPN app. This is dumb. Like We uh, need to, we need uh, to, like down clip, to the one.
0: We need to down clip to the Cody's faces in that last like uh, minute and a half that I was talking. All right. We got an incomplete pass. Like, in that's what he was
2: doing. Down to the one. 30 seconds to go. Oh, my God. Urban goal. God. What else do we want to talk about? Again. Uh Well, I was going <laughs> to point out that I, all I did was mention vanilla ice cream. And you guys think yeah. I start to talk about ice cream on oh, this podcast. Yeah, that is now what happens. All I mentioned was vanilla ice cream. And bingo, Lucas says, when are we going to get the Briars Reese's ice cream? My wife refuses to buy because it's too damn expensive. Then Nick joins in saying, Lucas, tonight is a Ben and Jerry's night. Uh, Lucas then points out, oh, I had Culver's halfway through the game. <laughs> and, David has to chime in with just buy a cheaper brand of ice cream. They all taste the same to me. I bought today Turkey Hill pistachio almond. I'm gonna point out that I will never buy pistachio almond in my life. That sounds like a terrible ice cream now. David, I I appreciate that you're chiming in on the ice cream. And Turkey Hill is what I brought to our ice cream social because it was on sale three tubs and freezer. And it wasn't bad, but I will say this it ain't Ben and Jerry's. When you get Turkey Hill, there's a reason it was on sale. You compare that to Ben to Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream, there is a difference.
1: A huge Harkandas difference. is
2: also very good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So anyways, uh, looks we'll like uh, Cody's Derek line up. I may, I may oh lose this game here. Uh, so, Cody, <laughs> just to, to – so it doesn't hurt as bad as as you can watch the replay. That. Why don't you hit us with the uh,
1: everyone from the state of Indiana read. can go
2: jump into Lake Michigan in the month of December, please? Okay, just ignore it and do the points bet read, and it's all going to be okay. And then I'll, I'll, don't forget no, about no, it. You've got 23 seconds okay. left to tie this game up, Cody. So Nothing. do the points bet, get it over with. I'm gonna and need you some got 23 ben and Jerry. seconds for magic. All right,
1: <laughs> Spin zone. <laughs> I am three and one gambling on sports tonight. Uh, I did. Oh, those you can't gamble problems. on Illinois. Could you? Uh, Legally. I did not, Ryan, I can't bet on Illinois in state of Illinois unless I yep. go to a sports book. Uh, that's not on points bet though. Uh, points bet sports book is counting down the days until football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. From now until September 8th, PointsBet Power Hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. You got a $2 free bet today if you uh, tuned into that, uh, which I made a parlay in which I lost. Uh, But it's free $2. You're not losing anything. It's kind of a really cool thing. Uh, sign up for Points Bet now using code CHGO to also get risk free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. You can make a $51 or more first time deposit. You'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You can get a free share of your choice from the CHGO locker. Download the Points Bet app today and use code CHGO to take advantage of this limited time offer. Don't just bet, live your bet life with Points Bet. If you are someone who has a Gammy Problem wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And once again, the state of Indiana can straight up go fuck yourself.
2: Thank you. I got to tell you guys about Owen, which stands for only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives nutrition that works as hard as you do. All their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible, And I first heard about Owen when I found out that Bears quarterback Justin Fields follows a plant-based diet. So he's in on Owen. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me, Justin Fields. Try Owen. That is only what you need.
1: I'm gonna need some Owen
2: after this. I was gonna say, and I, I saw. I might that, need uh, some
1: freaking athletic greens too.
2: Jack Brown says he had a little Ben and Jerry's today. I didn't have any ice Ooh. cream. I I had a, a a large bowl of Lesser Evil Himalayan salt popcorn. Have you had that before? It's no. one of these lower calorie popcorns. It's fairly healthy. It's like organic popcorn. You'll find it in the store. I'm telling you to try it out. Like it's. I'm a popcorn connoisseur. It's legit. Is it Garrett's? No, but you're getting it in a bag at the grocery store, and it's pretty good. I think it uses coconut oil instead of, like, the vegetable oil. Cody, don't look at your TV. Yeah. Don't look at your television. I, can't see. Uh,
1: I My phone is telling me that DeVito had a in, incomplete pass. Oh, Isaiah Williams, it's second down and 10. Lucas isn't even –
2: Lucas isn't even watching the game. He says, I can see the results of the plays in the soul currently leaving Cody's eyes. <laughs> you just can't have nice things. like I it,
1: Basketball school. Basketball school. There you go. That's also, you go. also, spin zone. My alma mater, the Harvard of the Midwest, Eastern Illinois University, 35 and a half point underdogs last night against NIU, those frauds into DeKalb. Each one only lost by a touchdown. <laughs> Didn't win. <laughs> covered. <laughs> covered, baby. Good teams win. They great teams cover. Team.
2: They covered. He's called they the mean. other team a fraud because they didn't cover. That's true.
1: That's big. I did see that. Also,
0: oh, there, were pe- there had to be people. Sean did his free bet on, on whatever their name, whatever Louisiana Tech yesterday. Put a free bet on him. Told everyone in whatever chat he was in, whatever show, to bet with him. And I told them all, I hope you all lose the bet. Mizzou covered. Mizzou hit by twenty eight It was huge. I straight up told you that I thought Mizzou was going to cover. I'm a, a, literally a Mizzou fan. He didn't have
1: to tell me that. I was riding that, over, the, riding the cover. I was just. And I remember we sitting right next to you, and I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I, th- I I'm not betting it, but I like Mizzou to cover tonight." I remember telling yeah. you that. Yeah. I liked it too, and I didn't bet did it because I didn't care. But it's
0: yeah. the the road to the Natty. Do you guys see that graphic that the twelve teams that would be in the yeah, in the hunt. <laughs> if the season ended today, <laughs> it was there, baby. Let's go.
1: We're gonna do that the next three years until twenty twenty six. Oh yeah.
2: Did you guys see uh, Brendan Davis on base five times? And I would call mm-hmm. him up. Please, I said things I want to see in September. Brendan Davis on base five times, two for four. No, two for two. I'm sorry, two walks and a hit by pitch. No home runs or anything, but the guy was on five times. That's enough for me. Call yeah. him up. Bring him up. No, Ryan says it's still not happening. I'm not, this season? I'm
0: not saying I'm not saying no. Like it shouldn't happen. I'm just I don't I don't know. Like you don't think so right now? I mean, he's just starting to get into games. Like it's, and then again we talked about with the Arizona Fall League stuff. Like I don't, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. You're not, not weird. It'll be like surprising if if he does if he gets called up anytime soon. Like if he were to get called up at the last week of the season, you know me I see I probably see a more realistic scenario that that happens. Anytime soon,
2: anytime in the next few weeks, I, I can't see it. I don't. I don't want to break your heart, Luke, but I just. You know, I, I don't think it's happening. I just keep. I, I feel like if I keep saying it, I will will it into existence. That it it, it mm-hmm. might happen at the end of the season. If we, I was we, a gambling <laughs> on it on points bet, I would not. I would not place that wager. Um, just we, like we need all not the place morale. A wager we on can get. Two seconds for Illinois to score a uh, touchdown here. They're going to have to pull some sort of 40 and it's over. Yeah. Uh, wow.
1: Sports are dumb. Why well, do I, mean, I invest all my time into teenagers or adults slinging pickskins or adults swinging wooden bats or teenagers dribbling basketballs? I, I just don't understand why I care. I, I, I just, I basketball school, basketball school.
2: Is Illinois really supposed to be that much better than Indiana at football this season?
1: No, they're both pretty even. There's a three point spread. So usually yeah, some... in, in Vegas terms, of you know, if it's a three point spread, it's it's basically even. So uh Ooh, I'm not even mad bad. I lost my bet. I'm mad that Illinois lost as a fan.
0: <laughs> I just remembered the guy, the quarterback that led that game winning drive, former Mizzou quarterback. He transferred mm-hmm. to Indiana this year.
1: Of course he did.
0: Wow. Uh, all connected transfer
2: portal to uh upgrade huh uh oh no you're saying it was no. the other way yeah yeah jackass cody I mean, he is was the, the worst SEC beat, to the big mm. uh
1: i worst beat uh i would say this is worse just because i'm a fan uh but that purdue bad beat last night was awful that yeah in terms of money office, the the, purdue, the state of indiana owes me they owe me <laughs> Because of tonight and then last night. Like, I, they, the state of Indiana is dead to me outside of Valpo, and that's only because Luke went there. Thank
2: you. Okay. Crusaders, no longer. Um, I, this will cheer you up, Cody. I was trying to figure out, we've, you know, we've got about 20 minutes to fill here in this (laughs) podcast. And I, I was watching this game and I wrote this one of the maybe three, four notes I wrote to myself. Uh, for this game, because it was that bad. 8 nothing Cardinals over the Cubs. Um Starting <laughs> September with a shutout loss to St. Louis. Not ever a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I watched oh, Yadier Molina leg out a double. And I thought to myself, well, Cody's not going to like that. And when I say <laughs> leg it out, I mean it looked like he was going to lose a leg on the way to second base. <laughs> like, this man was so outrageously slow going into second base that I just – I started, you know, sometimes I used to doodle in school. I like, I draw circles for a half hour and I'd miss what the professor was talking about. Then I draw squares and I try and draw a cube because I'm not a good artist. Yeah. I was thinking things that are slower than Yadi Air Molina. Here's some that I came up with. Oh, i i I'm here for
1: this list. Let's hear it. I'm asking for- on a winter day.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. A wounded turtle. <laughs> the game that was played tonight felt longer and slower than Yadier Molina.
0: Grass growing.
2: Glaciers yeah. are slower than Yadier Molina. Hairy caterpillars, manatees in the water, <laughs> slugs, snails, starfish, all some of the slowest things on Earth. I, in fact, I even Googled that to find out what the slowest things on Earth are. And then and then finally I got to the end of the game, and I thought just when I couldn't add to my top 10 list of things that are slower than Yadier Molina <laughs> – Albert Pujols grounded to third base
1: and <laughs> it even run it
2: and pretended like he thought it was a foul ball oh. and didn't even pretended. jog out of the batter's box. They threw to, I thought this isn't even going to be close. They threw to first and on a wide shot, you still couldn't even see Pujols because he was still at home plate. Going, what, <gasps> what that wasn't, that wasn't foul. When we all know he knew it was a fair ball, he was just like, if it wasn't a home run, there's no way in hell he was running down to first base. So Albert Pujols might be actually slower than Yadier Molina because he wasn't even willing to run to first base. Do you think he gets to 700? I sure as hell hope not. If there's
1: anything that I deserve, Luke, Ryan, if there's anything, absolutely anything that I deserve from having to endure this fraudulent retirement tour and just this entire Cubs season in general that has been worse than what it should be is that Albert Pujols doesn't get 700. I need him to not get 700, or else yep. my 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 misery will be going times 10 into the postseason. Yeah, because you yeah, know yeah. they that's all they'll talk about every postseason game that involved the Cardinals that I will be. Not closely watching, but just following and hoping that they lose every single one of them, and then they won't because they, you know, they're the 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 cardinal way and like they're stupid, stupid, stupid best fans in baseball. Like they, they they you know it, you know Ryan, you're laughing, you're laughing, Ryan. But like we it. are sitting here, we know love it. it. Like they have like. They have like this stupid devil magic that like was built in the Mississippi River. It, like it like came out of the water. It's like holy water. Like it's the Bfib, the, the Bfib, they get their 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 buckets or whatever, uh, and then they like pour it on all the players, and it like turns them into like God. And then when they trade them, they suck. That's why Harrison Bader hasn't even played a game for the Yankees. Left not one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, oh, it's, it's, it disgusts me. It's absolutely disgusting. I hate their franchise. I hate their fan base. And hate is a strong word, but it's like full on hate. I can't take it. I'm here in this apartment. All the people that are, that like, that are upstairs on the roof, like, they're all White Sox or Cardinals fans. I'm the only Cubs fan. Like if they were to hear me say all this, and if they're watching on their phones upstairs, have, hi guys. But like I, I, I don't take anything back when I go back upstairs on the roof. Like I will sit here. I will sit on the couch or whatever, and I will tell them this is exactly how I feel about you. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Here, right. this will make right. you feel better. Did you see what yeah. Jack and Lucas think in the bit chat? Now,
1: after going on that little rant,
2: Lucas wants, uh or Jack said he wants him to get to six hundred and ninety-nine. That would be a perfect finish. Mm-hmm. And then Lucas joins in and says, "I hope seven hundred gets robbed by an outfielder on the last at bat of the regular season." <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would would make
1: be, that would be pretty funny. That would be I would, funny. I would agree. I, I, would, I, think, I would say that that would be pretty funny. I. Listen, as a baseball fan, I understand why people would want Albert Poulos to get to 700. But this is a Cubs podcast, guys. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I as a Cubs fan, I do not I do not want to see Albert Poulos get to 700. And if and if that makes me a bad baseball fan, then like shun me. Fine. I, I <laughs> don't, I, I him don't care. care. I straight up Astracize don't him. care. It's bad. Yeah, honestly, I don't, we don't have care. to endure this, is- this retirement tour. To hoping have to have to endure that too is just not. I don't deserve that.
0: Uh, ho- hoping that Pujols doesn't get the seven hundred is like Cody's version of uh hoping Rogers loses in the playoffs. For
2: Absolutely, Bears, like, oh, yeah. but I is, root for that, lo- losing the playoffs every year. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Today, uh, like, that that I I'm all aboard that train. When,
1: oh, 100%. you you bring up like the the second most hated athlete of, of my lifetime, Ryan. Like like today Pat McAfee oh, like one. announced that Aaron Rodgers is going to be on his show for the third straight year on every Tuesday and like I straight up like wanted to throw up because you know like he's going to go on that show and <laughs> there, there's going to be they're, they're going to talk about him every week every week because they're going to talk about all the shit that no one gives a shit about and it's just going to be it's going to be unbearable like how do I deserve to have to go through this Cubs season and then go into the Bear season where like they're not going to be good and like the only thing that's going to give me any kind of like hope is if Justin Fields is like good, but they probably aren't good enough to win a lot of games at the same time. Like and then have to endure more Aaron Rodgers with his like shitty haircut and like him going on Pat McAfee's show and just just spewing more bullshit and 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 just oh just.
2: Uh, he's I he's the no, worst. He's the no, worst.
1: Like it I don't deserve this. And oh, and Lonzo Ball he's going to be out and train like but the the world might as well be ending in this in this city. Like it, there's nothing good going on here unless you're a Chicago Sky fan Shout But out. it's a holiday okay.
2: weekend, Cody. So
1: look yeah, ahead I'm going to get that. another beer. And by
2: the way, it's an opportunity to get great seats. I, I you're you're talking about going to some of these games at the Bears-Packers, there's a perfect example. Game time's the hottest new ticketing thing going on right now, and it's making it easier than ever to get the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows. You know, you ever dream about sitting in a seat at the 50-yard line? Personally, I've never done that. Courtside? Well, I have done that, but how about near home plate, right? Right behind home plate, like seat number one or two. Floor seats so close that you can – At a concert, you can bottle up the sweat of your favorite band or artist because it's just it's coming right into your face. All right, it's all possible with the Game Time app. It's the biggest last-minute price drops that can be found on seats that you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Cubs or Bears tickets created by fans for fans, guaranteed lowest price. Our Herb Lawrence swears by it. He used it for tickets to a Braves game tonight, and he is thrilled with it. And if you love CHGO, you'll love Game Time. The best way to support it is to buy your ticket through the link in the podcast and YouTube descriptions at the bottom. So join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Meanwhile, Cody, one way to celebrate once you get to the game is you got to have the FOCO. Hmm. Don't, gotta, have the FOMO. Gotta my Don't have the FOMO, ad. have the FOCO. Mm-hmm. I've added that to this ad read, by the way. That's my that's my personal ad. There Don't have FOMO, have FOCO. Well done, Sticky. Uh, Chicago, you already have the best coverage for your favorite teams, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO's got you covered from Soldier Field to the fan cave in your basement, north side, south side. They've got hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with apparel from – the leader in sports, merchandise, and collectibles, FOCO. If you're looking for that perfect gift for the football fan in your life, FOCO's got you covered with hoodies that fight that cold Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in our description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. So you're standing by that you... Uh, that Molina and Pujols, they're they're worse to you than Aaron Rodgers. Not for me. Uh Molina, it goes, goes Molina. Rodgers,
0: Rodgers, number one by it, far.
1: Yeah, go, Forever. Well, I, I get it, I get it, but I, I go Molina then Rodgers, and then and I don't even think Pujols is number three because Pujols hasn't hurt me for a decade. Uh, oh. LeBron's probably right up there, you know. Daniel Murphy, like (laughs) I I don't know. Like, but like it's always gonna be Yachty and Aaron Rodgers. Those those two those two guys. And 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 Aaron Rodgers definitely goes over Yachty during football season. But like if I had to you're asking me right now in September and my team sucks and his team's good and it's not because of him and everyone's calling him a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's number one. I hate him.
2: All right. See, uh, Luke, I I'd go with that. Luke, Um, we said it in
0: the Slack earlier. Like this, we could have just let Cody take the show and rant the whole time. Right, like we, all we, I had to do was mention Shohei Ohtani,
2: and we could have filled fifty minutes. Oh, okay. And Ryan and I could have just sat back with our we arms could just, We could have left.
0: We could have left. Joey could have put Cody full screen, and he 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 could have, he he could have, could have, have cut
2: in with the align highlights. Yeah, it
0: would have been All but he would have like event. What happened? Oh, oh, oh God! Oh. <laughs> was that was not that what that, that was, was? Joey right. getting rid of us? He, yeah, he took us all off screen. Like, I was like, oh, am oh, I
2: here? Is my
1: internet okay? He would have found his way from showing up like, like, to I a line. five more yachties. minutes
2: I got to fill. I can't do that. Uh, here's what we're going to do go. for the last couple minutes. It is Labor Day weekend. I want the chat to get involved in this. And, well, what's the worst job you've ever had? Ooh, Worst job you've ever had in your life? I, oh, I got, I have some. i never I really had a bad from. job. Like I, my, I really
0: like my, where I've worked throughout my life, but I will say I've, I told you about this, Luke. But I I used to work summers plumbing with my dad and yeah. winters. Um, manual labor is not for me. Like it's I can do fun. it. I made make decent money, um, but I just I, I don't I, I like sitting in my chair watching baseball and talking about it for a living. Like he asked me to go do plumbing right now. I I could do it. I just I wouldn't be happy about it. Uh, but I've worked at places like little. I worked at Little Caesars was like one of my first jobs. Nice. Like,
2: and oh, the crazy um, bread, the
0: crazy bread. We used mm. to like we do it like during slow time of the day, we would take pizzas and we just like make different, you know, put different ingredients on it, figure out what's good and what's not. Throw them in the mm. throw them in like a little oven thing and then put them yeah. in the back. And whoever wanted to eat it got to eat it. Yeah. And then, you know, we, you close up and there's still some pizzas that are fresh enough. Crazy, Crazy bread. bread hanging out there. Yeah. Take them. I used to go to like high school parties. I would be working on like a Friday night. And then. So it's not that, the worst job ever. No, no. I love little Caesars. I love working. I worked in a liquor store once. I worked for yeah. a catering company. Like I had, uh, I had great jobs. I, I used to
1: stock jobs. shelves at a grocery store. Uh, that's, it was a Kroger, wild. which is like owned by the same people who, uh, own Mariano's right They're downstate. They're not in Chicago land. Mm. Obviously I grew up downstate. Uh, but I started as like a bagger, and this is like right after high school. Oh, uh, I bagged people, I bagged people's groceries, and I brought carts
2: in. And oh, that's the worst in the winter in. time. The carts. My uh, sister did that. I promise you,
1: it's worse in the summer when you're just sweating <laughs> profusely. And I'm someone who sweats a lot, as people <laughs> in our office know. Um, and when I've scooted in and it's humid and hot outside, and I'm coming in dripping, and Big Dave is putting his big fan in front of my face. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was awful for multiple reasons, but mainly because one I realized that I just don't really like working with the public. Cause I got to be nice to people. Uh, and then two, it took me forever to like realize that I deserve better. <laughs> so when I think back, <laughs> it was a learning experience, but also, uh, man, man, were those some wasted years. So, uh, Yeah, that was probably the worst job. If I had to pick a job in this industry, my very first job out of college, uh, I was a uh, general assignment reporter for uh, this small newspaper just south of Kankakee in this little town called Watsika. Yeah. Uh, I took the first job that I got offered out of college because, like, I just needed to get a job, right? And, like, I didn't really put too much thought into it, and I hadn't lived at home for three, four years and i didn't want to go back to living at home like i i got used to like not living at home and like i loved it like i i knew i was going to be miserable if i went and lived home after i graduated uh and then but i like in hindsight i regret it because like i probably could have found a better job so
2: yeah and saved a little cash maybe
1: too right yeah probably would have saved a little cash just because like i you know oh we got a visitor yeah that's dylan (laughs) I, <laughs> I forgot he is a Cubs fan, actually. So they're, they're, there I'm, I'm not the only Cubs fan here, but beautiful. uh yeah.
2: I saw somebody on there saying, oh, here, Lucas says he worked at an ice cream freezer at a grocery store, minus 25. The, yeah, I mean, For eight yeah, to 10 yeah, he, he hours at a time. I, oh, I used to man. work, at a, I worked at the White Hen on Arlington Heights Road. And same thing, you'd have to go fill the cooler on a hot day that was great. Like, I, I, taught yeah. tennis in the mornings and then if I had a sunburn it felt good to go in the cooler for a while and get away from the people and stock the shelves the worst thing was running the deli at a white hen <laughs> making those sandwiches people coming in and they want no mayo but they do want mustard and they want just a little bit of lettuce but not a lot and it's like if you want a good sandwich why the hell are you coming to white hen pantry go to a, go to a subway a Jimmy John's wherever you want to go you're not going to get it mm-hmm. at white hen pantry
0: <laughs> no
2: yeah. I, Do once I, put, I once put, you ever have Sen-Sens? No. Uh, uh-huh. If you see them at a, a convenience store, it's a little pouch of licorice that's about the size of a matchbox. But the little flake of licorice that's in there is so powerful that that licorice will steam out your nostrils for like a week if you bite <laughs> into it. And I had this guy that came and gave me this pain in the ass order for a sandwich all the time. And he would always order it after you'd cleaned the slicer which was a big process at night to clean the slicer at the White Hen. This guy came in and wanted a sandwich at, like, 1130 at night. Oh, the worst. You know what he got? He got some sen-sens on that sandwich. There you go. Never came beautiful. back. Never came back. Never met
0: jo- Joel said sure. not a bad job, but I thought mowing lawns was therapeutic. Oof. I mean, I – Depends L- on how hot it is. It's nice that he got paid for it because you know I, I do it at my house a lot and I don't get paid for it. Like it would be nice to get paid to mow a <laughs> Like, I I could do it if it was if it was money bringing in, you know, bringing.
2: could be doing it now. He get the New Balances and really fit the dad dad look. <laughs> I have never owned a pair of New Balance, and let me tell you something. You're you're a new dad. Like you, you're you're starting I, to evolve. I threw it, I made I jokingly made fun of. New Balance like a couple years ago on Twitter and people got, I, I made fun of a pitcher for wearing them. I'm like, look at this, look at these sensible shoes he's got on. Cause he had like a goofy looking pair of like New Balance. Everyone's like, Kyle Hendricks wears New Balance. They, they were all over me. I'm like, okay, first, first of all, I'm joking. Of course I know people wear New Balance majors, but they are still sensible shoes and I'm not wearing them. Mm-hmm. Like they've, they've actually come out with some that are sort of retro looking that are cool looking now, I think but as They're far very as, much like, back like as far as the mom and dad new balance shoes i'm out on those they have done a better job of like trying to find kind of a a retro look for some that are kind of yeah. cool but i've never I mean, you get the
1: nike
0: monarchs then luke. yeah the air monarchs yeah. <laughs> air monarchs and if if luke wears air monarchs to the to the office i <laughs> will go oh. i will have so much fun with your air monarchs like if you wear them to the office one day i I I hope for that day. I say my prayers. Bill says,
1: Air Monarchs and
2: Jorts. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see, by the way, I just saw this tonight. I knew that um, Sarah Kustak came on the Bulls podcast, mm-hmm. and I must yeah. have missed her by like 90 seconds. She didn't tell me she was coming in. I so was, I-,
1: I was still at the office when she was there. So then she see. tried to
2: fa- she tried to FaceTime me afterwards. Yeah, I was sitting right there yeah. and tried to explain herself, and I didn't see it until later. And so I I gave her some mean text later in the evening, and <laughs> and then I go back today and I hear that she challenged me to a boxing match on the podcast oh. because <laughs> she likes to train with Kendall Gill, and we did a bit one time. Ah. She actually caught Kendall with a jab. She, and they're like, "Who would you really like to get in the ring with?" And she calls me out. <laughs> you got like, to accept. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Sarah Kustak. Stop picking on the elderly, especially (laughs) the good looking elderly like me and Kendall Gill. Okay. Leave it at that. I think you have to accept. I think you have to accept. No, I I have responded on Twitter that there is zero chance I will be getting in a boxing ring. My athletic days are over. Have you seen Sarah? She's like on the road to fitness, but she works out every day. I I saw her punch a guy who's been boxing his whole life. I'm you do not got dad strength, Sarah You have dad strength. So there you now.
0: Go. Could you imagine we in in the office in the studio? Just move the chairs out of the way, set up a set up a boxing ring in there. We can charge people pay per view. To you know, uh, we, we could
2: charge I, people to come in here and watch. We'll it's, not it's not happening. It's not happening, Ryan. chats. <laughs> take a look at my footwork when I come into that Timmy trumpet, though. Pretty quick feet. Pretty quick <laughs> uh-huh. feet. Pretty Slow quick feet don't eat. Exactly. Sarah Slow was.
1: She had the she had uh, some really good Jordan, Jordan. lows on that day though. <laughs> yeah, I made sure to let her know, and I uh, I felt bad. I didn't realize it was her because she's wearing a hat. Yeah, and so like I had no idea she was coming in.
2: And all TV people, that's all we do is we do just wear hats. Yeah, just wear hats for my own. Do we fill it? Where are we at? Fifty four minutes. We yeah. Do over. you want
0: to end? Do you want to end it with a little bit of like something related to Cubs?
2: Sure, what do you want to talk I have about?
0: A, I got some uh Who's pitching tomorrow? away. Uh smiley's Drew trauma, Smiley. Man. Smiley, um, okay. which he had uh, a .90 ERA in August, had a really, really good month. I've already seen people in the chat, it's like I feel more confident about Drew Smiley than I probably would have facing the Cardinals a month ago. Like going into that um that trade deadline series. Yeah. A month later, probably feel more confident in Drew Smiley putting putting together a good game tomorrow. Um but I did I <laughs> I did talk to Tommy Hodvey over the weekend about uh Advert Uh-huh. Um, so he's pitched three times now. He had one with the Complex League. He pitched last Saturday, I wanna say, with uh with Triple A because the the complex league season ended. Um and then he pitched again last night. He kinda got lit up a little bit last night. Um yeah, he gave up what was it, four runs? Mm. I gotta find this. Hold on. Uh, I think he gave up like four runs or something like that um, in inning in a inning in two thirds. Um, so not obviously a great start. He started all three games too. Um, so obviously not like best box score wise, but I mean, I think considering how we initially kind of didn't picture a six month rehab to then it became like, is he even going to pitch for the Cubs again this season to like he's pitching in games now Is a month left in the season there's potential that he you know you know he stays healthy the next couple of weeks that like he can have uh, an end of the season return not to prove anything else more than, the, than than he's at least healthy right now um so there's that i don't know i mean you guys uh, we talked about it yesterday but seeing albert auszelli finish the season healthy on the cubs is like one of those
2: things we all wanted to see yeah i agree i mean that is something i would yeah, absolutely it would be a positive for sure i mean it's been a tough st- Tough couple seasons for him. It's it's not to the uh Braylon Marquez level, but for a guy that was, I guess, pretty much like the top pro- pitching prospect for sure in the Cubs organization, it just uh it's been a struggle for him, you know. And it, it seems like when he can get on the when he can get on the mound, he's pretty good. He's still so. like the biggest disappointment of this
1: year for me because he was healthy last year right. and I thought he made really good. Uh, you know strides as a starter he got lit up by lefties but he really dominated righties and then they put him in the bullpen at the end of the year and it was i I don't really know if it was mainly because of the innings count or if they like like, they like him more in the bullpen whatever it it may be uh but i felt really good about coming into this year with him as like a number three starter it would have been him stroman and uh and Hendricks coming into the year i i I would have felt better about the rotation if he would have been in it. And because he was hurt, you know, the Cubs didn't have a plan to replace him. And that's, that's a big part of why they're at where we are. We're at right now. Right. But yeah, like when we get to the very end of the year, I, I don't think that's going to change. I think he'll still be the biggest disappointment for me, even even if he does come back and pitch. Because like, yeah. even if he does come back and pitch and show he's healthy, that's great. But like this, like this would have been a great like year for him to continue to grow. And whether like, especially if they were going to use him as a starter, because it just would have been more experience for him going into next year. Um, I, I'm at a point now where I think they gotta just use him in the bullpen that way he doesn't get hurt again. But yeah well, the, the reason that he get the reason he's getting hurt though it's not even like it's not even from like actually playing it's 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 from I don't really quite understand it to be honest with you, but I don't think it's from like it's not from well playing.
0: he he his injury that's kept him out was he was throwing a bullpen and oh okay. mid to late mean. February. Yeah. Um and then he felt something um, and it's kind kind of like the specific medical thing kind of evolved a little bit. It's like like a right shoulder slash lat strain, like that whole area right there. Um, that's just and that's something similar to what he happened in twenty eighteen. He was out for like three months, four months, something like that. Um, so it's kind of a reaggravation, and I think you know Tommy Haddaway kind of pointed this the thing out that. You know, when you reaggravate something, you re-injure something, there's always potential that the timeline could be longer as far as recovery goes just to make sure you're kind of getting, you know, getting everything right this time. Not not saying they didn't get it right last time, but just making sure you're figuring out how to not let it happen again. Um, but to your point with the bullpen, like, I, that's where the Cubs kind of see him, at least to end the season. They're not ruling out him being a starter next year and beyond. Um, but if he is to come up this year, which – you know tommy also said is not guaranteed like he said that if he just ends up finishing out the season in triple a like like they they would love to bring him up and show that he's fine here in, in, on the cubs but they're also don't want to rush it so if he ends up just like he the quote was like if he finishes a season in triple a you know he'd still be fine in my mind that's what tommy kind of said um and i so bullpen i think Bullpen is definitely, if he comes up, where he's going to be at, whether that's, you know, multi-inning, piggyback kind of thing, um, like like controlled piggyback situations kind of like that. Um, that could be a thing. I I don't know that Adbert will certainly be in the bullpen next year, but you kind of look at the splits and you kind of see what happens to him the second or the third time through the order. Like it may be a, a, maybe a situation where there's a lot of mouths to feed as far as the rotation goes. A lot of guys battling for spots. Um, and if Adbert ends up being a, bull, a multi-inning weapon out of the bullpen, I think that's kind of like at this point wouldn't be the worst thing because he did really well in that role last year when he came back up. or when He he well, he had a, he went, he was in the IL with the hamstring strain, and all September he was um, bullpen. And he did well in that role, so I, I think you can kind of trust him to be that multi-inning guy, which the Cubs don't really have one right now.
2: Yeah. If he comes back healthy to spring training next year, have Steele and Thompson 100% passed him up in in a shot to be a Cubs starter? You know what I mean? Like has yeah. in in the hierarchy of the Cubs starting rotation of the future, has he been passed by those two guys this season? Because he has shown you some positive yeah. stuff, just like each of the those two guys have shown you some stuff if he's healthy is he 100 been passed up it's hard Not to that say couldn't. that it's it's hard to say just because he didn't pitch this year right you know, like yeah. this is a
0: season where Steele and keegan both took big jumps forward who's to say that adbert didn't or wouldn't have if he was out the Yard? Right. I, I just think that obviously is a year lost of his own development and i i can't say for certain that they have passed him up but they've definitely put themselves in a good position to ha- to be in the rotation, like probably a better position to be in the rotation next year than advert just because Adbert couldn't, right? And he couldn't prove right. the other way too. He can't, you really haven't figured anything out with Adbert because he hasn't pitched all year, uh, and that's that that's one of the big issues with him having this what's now six plus month rehab. It's it's a lost year of figuring out where he fits best into a a competitive Cubs team. Whereas again Steele and Thompson have both taken really good, really good steps, really big jumps forward in their own development. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's that's something spring training. You're going to have to definitely.
1: I'd say, that. I'd say steals past him because he's proven to be durable and he's proven to really just grow throughout the year. Um, I would, I would say that him and he's I'd also say a lefty remember, too. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. It helps that he's a lefty. Right. Yeah. But, and then, I would say that Thompson and Advert are around the same trajectory. I think, you know, I, I still believe that Thompson can be a starter, um, but I also know how good he is as a multi-inning weapon. So it all just comes down to how the Cubs are going to build this rotation up this off season for me. Yeah. I, I think that Albert, they bring in. Yeah. Like I think that Abbott could be a very good spot starter Multi inning reliever type guy. Do I think he can be in the rotation and give you 30 starts? No, because his injury history is enough for me to say that I can't trust him. And that, again, that's nothing against him. It's just like, like we always say, best ability is availability. And he just hasn't been. So maybe the best is for to put him in a role that you already have a nice amount of people who could do that anyway. So if he does go down, you're not shooting yourself in the foot like they did this year.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, Good spot to wrap it. I think Um, Cubs lose eight, nothing to the Cardinal. (laughs) We have Labor Day weekend. So Uh you have a series recap coming from Brendan and Corey. Uh, We are off on Monday for Labor Day. So we will not have a podcast on Monday. We will be back on Tuesday podcasting the Cubs. And uh, so hopefully everybody has a good holiday weekend. Pools are open one more weekend. Hopefully the mm-hmm. weather's nice. Everybody has a safe holiday weekend. We'll get back at this uh, coming up Tuesday. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs Post Game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Have a great weekend. Dab your way into it.